Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Explore the Mouse Podcast. A podcast by Disney lovers for Disney lovers. Come join us as we dive into the wonderful world of Disney. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Explore the Mouse Podcast. I am your host, Eric Legaikis. Casey is not with us today, but my sister Katie is. Hello. Hello. Um, I, I asked my sister to come to this today because she is also a huge Disney fan um, and has a lot of experience, not just at Disney parks here in America, but elsewhere. So tell us everyone a little bit about yourself. So I first started going to Disney when I was little. Uh, I think we went there once or twice, and then we never went back again until I brought my husband there for the first time in 2000. And he had he was left home as a child. <laughs> and he, wah, couldn't, wah. he couldn't go to Disney. So I brought him to Disney, and it was a great time. Um, but we got to experience the fun stuff because he had just had back surgery and I was pregnant. So we had to do the non-riding stuff, which was really cool to kind of find the different places to go mm-hmm. that we could do. So, But we've been going back ever since. We've brought the kids back there. I have three boys uh, as old as almost 17 and youngest is nine. And we've been taking them back and uh, we just brought them to... Uh, Disney World on January 1st. Don't go yeah. January 1st ever. Yeah. There's a lot of times to not go to Disney. I mean, they just recently shut down again for a six hour wait at Avatar. So um, it's becoming really tricky. But you, so you guys used to be annual pass holders as well. We did, yes. We um, used to have annual pass hold. And we, because we're five hours away, easy peasy, we would go all the time. And then the main reason that, um, well, I mean, I wanted to have you on this uh, show anyways, but one of the main reasons for this episode is you guys actually uh, did some or lived in Japan for a little bit and got to experience Tokyo Disneyland, which I am extremely jealous of because it's probably my number one Disney bucket list park to visit. It was really fun. It was a short little trip from our cute little island, Okinawa, up to mainland and um it was just really surreal to see Cinderella's castle in Japan because at one point we almost felt like we're in Orlando. That's pretty cool. Just, just different. Just a lot of Japanese just people. Around. A lot of Japanese. A lot of Japanese. Japanese. People, Japanese. A lot of Japanese people. The different foods. Um, it was 
always, it, that reminded us that we were still in Japan. But That's pretty cool. Well, we're going to touch base a little bit more on that. Um, but I do want to start with some Disney news. Uh, and ironically enough, all this Disney news is movie-related. Um, and it was just more of I wanted to I wanted to talk about the the trailer for Frozen Two first because I'm confused. Um, I don't really know what I watched, uh, and I know you said you saw it. What are you? What is your take on it? Because I have no clue what the movie's supposed to be about. <laughs> well, I had to kind of like rewind it and go back, and yet I'm still trying to figure out what it's all about. The wave the wave part completely confused me. I that part I was like, where are they going with that? I feel like there's a missing puzzle piece for that one. Why? I've heard theories that maybe she's trying to find her parents. That's what people said. But at that point, I'm like, your parents drowned. Like well, they're probably, yeah. Maybe that wasn't the best part to put in the trailer then. No. It was just very confusing to me. I'm excited to see it because I think Frozen was awesome. Um, And now that I have a daughter, it's going to be really fun for her to kind of grow up with a whole other aspect of Frozen. Um, You know, because they have the Frozen ride at Epcot and Norway Pavilion. So... Um, which you guys just did. Yes. Um, I didn't have a chance to do it because, ironically enough, I'm not kidding. Every time that we were at Epcot, that ride was shut down, or we literally got there just after it reopened, and it was like a two-hour wait. The wait for it is ridiculous. Um, so it, it just sucked because it was one time we actually camped out for about 40 minutes waiting for them to reopen the ride, and they didn't. They were like, "Yeah, it's probably gonna be like two hours." So we did soaring. As soon as we got the soaring, I looked at my app. And saw that they just opened it. I was like, damn it. Yeah, we somehow snagged a fast pass for that one, like, last minute. So... Lucky. Um, The other movie, or, yeah, the other movie I want to talk about, because it's coming out very shortly, and we have an episode that we're going to kind of dedicate to it, is also Captain Marvel. Um, And my wife and I, or Casey and I, we just finished watching Infinity War again, because we really wanted to see it. Plus, we also watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, which surprisingly tied in Infinity War completely amazing. Um, I don't know if you're into those comic book movies, but um, so I'll I'll be the nerd here and I'll talk about them. But Captain Marvel's coming out, which Captain Marvel is going to be a huge part in the new Endgame for Avengers, which is coming out in April. They just released a trailer during the Super Bowl. Um, So really cool stuff coming out in the Marvel Universe. Uh, and then more importantly, which I'm extremely excited about this one, Star Wars Episode Nine has finished wrapping up production and photography and all that stuff. So um, I'm really excited about that one because it is supposed to come out towards the end of the year, I believe. I think they said, I think I heard December-ish, um, which I think the last few movies came out in December, but it's perfect timing for Galaxy Edge. Um, the boys will be excited. I was about to say, though. the boys are excited about that. They're they're Star Wars yes. fans. So, um, you know, if they were here, they would be kind of nerding out with me right now mm-hmm. over this. Plus also Galaxy Edge, which I'm super excited about. So um, go check the go check some of the stuff out. Go check out Marvel. Um, give us your interpretation of Frozen 2. Uh, let us know <laughs> on social media because right now I have absolutely no clue. Um, but more importantly, let's get to the topic of this uh episode and that is tokyo disneyland um i'm gonna start off because i'm not really gonna be talking a ton because i don't i've never been there but let me tell you tokyo disneyland for me is number one on my bucket list it 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 just appeals to me so much and and i think it's a combination because i love 
like Asian culture, the Japanese culture. I love the culture itself, and you can attest to that from living there. Um, and I think Disneyland and Tokyo completely had that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it just completely immerses you in a little bit of the Japanese culture as well. Well, it does. And so just take the cast members from Disney World and amplify them like by a thousand. And that's the customer service you have in Disneyland, Tokyo. Their customer service is outstanding to begin with. And they just, they're fantastic. I don't think they've ever gotten mad a day in their life. (laughs) See, I think I think that's perfect because there is unless I've noticed with Disney World, um, you know, because that's where my experience comes from. But I've noticed with Disney World is that unless you're in like Epcot or an area where you have people from other countries, the customer service is not always the greatest. You get like you get the people from America that work there that have the American working attitude. They do. I did notice the last two times because I went twice in January that. The customer service is down a bit Mm -hmm. from the last time we went there, which was back in June of 2014, was the last time we were at the Walt Disney World in Orlando. It was a little shocking. Yeah. It was a little sad. And and, and like I said, our last trip there, I noticed it too, is there like the the people that were working there that were from the States were very pushy, I guess you can say. They were. Very pushy, very like they had no patience. Whereas, like, you go to Epcot or another area of uh, Magic Kingdom and you have people that are from other countries, they're just so happy to be there and just so thrilled. Like, that's why I love the Japanese pavilion at Epcot because the... The the people that work there are from Japan and they are just some of the nicest, sweetest people I've ever met. They have a very low-tone voice. They're always smiling and it's one of our favorite places to go back to. So, fun fact, um, and... I didn't know this until I, I did. A, I think I did a podcast or something about it. But fun fact is, I never realized how old Tokyo Disney was. Tokyo Disney is thirty-five years old. It was opened in nineteen eighty-three, which is mind-blowing to me because Disney World wasn't open until the seventies. So um, it it just it shows on a global scale how popular Disneyland itself was. That Tokyo Disney opened like ten, not even ten years after uh, Disney World. But what's even more amazing, though, is that they went all the way to 2001 before they even added another park. That is pretty insane. Um, What's that park called again? Disney Sea. Disney Sea. Yeah. Um, Which we're going to, Katie's going to talk about that a little bit, too. Um, Again, like I said, she has all the experience, so we're going to kind of grill her and let her kind of tell us about everything. Uh, I'm basically going off of Cliff Notes and YouTube videos. Uh, and there's some really cool stuff uh, about that park. More important, actually, the most in, the the coolest thing I think, and this is my thing, is the Country Bear Jamboree. Um, I tell everyone about it is that that's my number one bucket list item of Tokyo Disney is going to see the Country Bear Jamboree, which is about ninety percent in Japanese. Funny story about that. We actually <laughs> started going into it, and the kind people at the door let us know that it's all in Japanese. And we're like, oh, we'll try it. And then it started, and we're like, oh, we just, <laughs> we couldn't. We the, turned around. The clip that I saw on YouTube from it, it was it was amazing because they, I loved how in the Country Bear Jamboree, if you guys have ever seen it, you know, they have like their little opening intro where they talk first before they sing. Well, in the Japanese culture, sometimes talking sounds like yelling. 
And like the first couple minutes of that was them talking and it was just these bears yelling in Japanese. And it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. They're very passionate. <laughs> so that is still, I, I won't walk out of that one. I will literally stay in there the whole time if I get a chance to go to Tokyo Disneyland. Well, mind you, this was after several other attractions that we've gone to that were all in Japanese and we're all just still giggling because we've been to Disney World so many times that we knew what they were saying and doing and what they meant and it was just kind of funny because everyone was looking at us when we would laugh at the same time like how are we is Splash Mountain in Japanese um no <sighs> there's a well there might be a little bit of it I can't remember I just think the how do you do song would be amazing <clears throat> in Japanese the there has been there are some other um the the jungle cruise oh all japanese i did see that and it was the funniest part was when you go through it's like oh and this is what the backside of water looks like and he said it in japanese and they're all laughing we're all laughing because we know exactly what he said and it was just really funny but yeah that whole the jokes in japanese are hilarious that would be funny and there, there's no english right so you have absolutely no clue what they're there saying there's no english whatsoever so it pays to know what the ride is over here because the script i'm pretty sure is probably the same it's the same yeah like, the same type of jokes like you know the, the the heads it's a two for one deal yeah like those type of things so yeah you always knew what they were saying so let's go back to the front of the park real quick, and then I'm going to kind of give you the reins to kind of tell us some of your favorite and cool things. But okay. one of the, for me, one of the coolest things or one of the neatest things that I remember because you FaceTimed me while you were walking into Tokyo Disneyland, which I think what was a 12 hour time difference or something. Um, it was in February, so we were still like 13 hours. 13 hours. Uh, I know it was. I know it was like night. I, I was yeah. getting ready to go to bed, but I was waiting up for this FaceTime. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing that I noticed that was the most unique was Main Street USA was completely covered. It is. It's like a glass dome. And it's really cool. And especially at nighttime because it's all lit up. But I really enjoyed that for some reason. I don't know. It, it was really cool to keep from the elements because it gets so cold up there and it mm -hmm. does snow up there so i think i don't know if that's, is that why they did it i feel like they might have because the summers are semi-hot but okay. their winters can be pretty harsh up there um so it did take away a little bit from walking down that main street and seeing the castle the whole mm -hmm. way but it was a kind of a cool element that everything was covered and Interesting. And the, and the interesting thing I found, too, is, and I read this, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that they actually don't call it Main Street. They call it World Bazaar. They do. It is. So, so it's not even Main Street USA. It's World no, Bazaar. No, it's the World Bazaar, and it's inside, like, the shops. They also have, like, little small attractions, like um, they had a, a somebody to read the fortunes, and um, hmm. they had a magic shop. It, it was a little different. That is really cool. But, um, yeah. When... So you guys went in February. So you guys didn't go during Christmas time because I, I there's a guy that I follow on YouTube uh, named Tim Tracker, and they just recently went to uh, Disney to or Disney yeah Tokyo Disneyland, um, and they went during Christmas time, and it was amazing. They had this giant tree in the center of it all. I wish I and knew just Christmas. they had like the really cool parades with the toy soldiers that came through. Um, how did the parades actually work? Do they have the parades there? So they did have a parade. I'm going to be honest with you. We missed them all because we were on, we were just walking around and on and actually chasing popcorn. 
Yes, we're going to get to the pop. We're going to have a whole section but and a segment why of popcorn. But the parades because we were chasing popcorn. <laughs> but was it like was it like the 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 parades that are over here? It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's the same. So it wasn't like of... it wasn't uh, scaled down or anything like that. No. Okay. No. Gosh, no. They don't scale it down there at all. Well, that's so, even better. Yeah. Um. So what, like Main Street or World Bazaar? Was it comparison? Was it comparable to like our Main Street at? It Disney was. World or they didn't have the confectionery, which is my all time fave. That's a bummer. Um, they didn't have that. Their shops are really kind of limited, I felt. I'm just used to like walking into those shops and you go all the way down Main Street, you walk mm-hmm. out and you're by Casey's corner. That wasn't the case I I felt in Disney, um, in Tokyo. But everything was, this, you know, it looked the same. It kind of felt the same. And then right at the end of Main Street, you had Casey's Corner was, and you did have an ice cream shop. Okay, cool. Well. I was just about to ask if they had Casey Corner and the ice cream parlor, they the did. plaza. We, yes. And we were very excited. We ate at Casey's Corner only to find out that it's not U.S. Casey's Corner. Oh. Well, they have like weird flavors? <laughs> no, they had um, hot. So you have your hot dogs, you have your french fries, which is french fries are always good in, in Japan, but. Their, their hot dogs in Japan are quite different. Hmm. Um, like, are they meat-wise? Yeah, Flavored-wise? Yeah, the meat-wise. I don't think they're... They're not all beef. <laughs> they're not the nice, big beef hot dogs. Um, they're very... They're in the natural casings, you know, so you have, like... Yeah. You see that part. It wasn't... You know, they love hot dogs there. They really, really do. Yeah, they love the American type food, but then they make it their own. Huh. Um, it's I, just not what we're used to, but it was still good. We ate it. Yeah. Um, well, interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that Japanese people like hot dogs that much. Yeah. Well, and their hot dogs are <laughs> longer than the buns. Oh. Like, they'll come out this big. There's, there's actually a picture. And they come out this big, but the bun's like... 25 percent of the size interesting of the, it's and you showed me a picture of like the window from there and they have like oh funny sayings the and... window was the funniest the boys got a kick out of it saying that our wieners are the winners which was <laughs> what was the other one that you just showed um, like I'll have to... Hold on. here it is well, what do you so it says um you'll love our wieners wrapped in a bun they're big on taste and large on fun way to go japanese people it's well, so and I'm trying to, you know, I I think it's hilarious. I don't think it's a translation issue. I think somebody was very serious when they wrote that, but my boys got a giggle out of it just because it just kept seeing wieners. <laughs> so. uh, well, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, your one son has something in his bathroom about farts, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. surprise me that they found that that hilarious. But it was funny. But it was it was good, and it was it was really it was good food. It always is. So, so moving on from Main Street World Bazaar, um, I know that some of the lands are the same, correct? You got Adventureland, Frontierland, yes, but like the where Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain mm-hmm. are that's kind of the same. Where the Jamboree or the the Bears, the Jamboree, um, Jamboree is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. It's almost identical. How <laughs> I was just thinking about this: the Wild West in Japan. How how weird was that? Did they have like cowboys that were Japanese people. So their uniforms, you know, just kind of yeah. you know, like what they would wear. Um, it was just always kind of fun because they just like to really jazz it up for the American type mm-hmm. uniforms, and um, it was really kind of cute seeing them 
try to be Americanized in Japan with so, yeehaws. And... With <laughs> they were, you know, just like they're dancing, like you can, you know, it's it was cute. I actually, I don't know, it's they're cute when they try to. Well, I'm I'm glad to like you said that it's very like when we were talking before the podcast, you said that it, it was very similar to you know the American parks and like from what I see it is they have Big Thunder Mountain they have uh, Tom Sawyer's Island Rivers of America yes. um so it 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 looks similar to what we're used to we're like Disneyland Paris um which hopefully we're going to talk about another episode with uh, one of Katie's good friends Jen um Disneyland Paris is completely different the whole park is just completely redesigned and restructured so it was cool to see that tokyo and maybe because it was so close to the opening of disney world um that that's why it was like that because uh, another fun fact katie brought up uh, before the podcast is that um disney doesn't actually own tokyo disney Mm-mm. they own all the disney rights and the creative elements you said or creative so, yeah, designs they, or... um they have create they have total contri- um, creative control oh, okay. over everything, um, and they they can say what they can and cannot put in there mm-hmm. in the way that it has to look. Okay. So if they're like, no, we want it to look this way, Disney gets to say, I don't think so. This is gotcha. the way it has to look. So that's probably why it looks so close, because when they built it in 79 <laughs> is when they started construction. Um, it was under full control, and Disney World just recently opened, so... Yeah. They probably had their hand on that a lot. I think they tried to mirror Disney World Orlando. And kind of a little bit of Disneyland, too, because they have Critter Country, which Critter Country is not in Disney World, but it's Disneyland has Critter Country. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a comp, uh, compilation of, like, two parks, which it's I think is cool. definitely a, a really good merge. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Disneyland, but I've know people who have. Y'all have. Yeah, I've, we're there. I've seen pictures of it and it's definitely a really good merge of both um what were some so before we kind of move through the lands really quickly like what were some of your like favorite things of those lands like whether they were you know comparison to disney world or completely new or whatever well i we always like going to adventure world first that's the boys like to go to the big thunder mountain and stuff like that so we mm-hmm. actually really wanted to go there for like what you asked me earlier just to kind of see what the american interpretation well, interpret yeah how the japanese interpretation of yeah. what america is going to be and it was very again it was like we we're walking in orlando um except we had lots of japanese music and we were cold and bundled up and people wearing masks <laughs> and people wearing their masks everywhere it's very acceptable over there um but we like to do like that whole area, and then we would go around all that, and then we'd always like to go by the castle behind it. And okay. again, same thing. Really? The carousel behind the castle. Mickey's Phil Our Magic was over there. It's a Small World. Uh, Peter Pan was over there. And again, it was just like walking in Orlando. So That's pretty cool. And you said the Haunted Mansion is there as the well. The Haunted Mansion is there. So it pretty much is Orlando... Like Walt Disney World transplanted it almost it is, in, but a lot, in Japan. Oh, it's just in the different language. Haunted Mansion is you're sitting in your little, I think, is that a coffin? What is that thing you sit in? The doom buggy. The doom buggy. When you're sitting in the doom buggy, yeah. they're speaking Japanese to you. Oh. Like, Is the final song Japanese? It is not. Oh. It is not. I was That'd actually, we were all hoping it would be, but like everything 
that they're talking to you about is that's what i should have found as our outro music i should have found like grim grim and ghost ghost and japanese but instead i found a dream is a wish the other thing we loved about it is that all the cues were entertaining it wasn't just waiting in a line and you know looking at um, a, a wall with some gems stuck in it, mm-hmm. you know, in, in some cases. It was it was interactive, it was entertaining, and it just didn't make you feel like you were waiting forever for a ride. And I feel, I feel like a lot of the parks that are overseas uh, in general, and this is just getting away from Tokyo Disney for a second, um, a lot of the parks overseas in general do have that, like the... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, like the creative side where they they do it over there before it comes here. Yes. Like Tron. Uh, you know, Tron was over in Shanghai and now it's coming over here. And a lot of the creative stuff, like the interactive things um, that Tokyo had are now making their way to the U.S. parks, which I think is really cool. So they're almost using them as a trial land. And I think they do need to bring that because the... The lines are much longer here in America than they are in Japan. Yeah. And you just, you need something to keep the littles entertained. Well, I know you're not a roller coaster person, but that's how Mine Train is at Disney World. Okay. Well, um, I love Mine Train. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, I'll go on that. Well, one. the Mine Train queue, that kind of what you're speaking of reminds me of the Mine Train queue. Very interactive. Yes. No matter where you're at inside that queue, there's something for kids and even adults to kind of put their eyes or hands on and. Uh, which I think is really cool. Yes, except for the germs. Yeah, well, that's why that's why we carry Purell, <laughs> and in Japan they wear masks. So they're very clean in Japan. I know they're very I never clean. Was, I we were never sick except for this trip. I was actually very sick for, but I was never sick in Japan. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, so. I, I do want to get over to the other land that's over there as well. But before we do that, we need to talk about some food yes. and. Let's start with the popcorn because the popcorn kind of has its own, I don't even like trend following, oh. cult following. The popcorn in Japan is insane. It's nothing like it is here. And I was actually very disappointed when we came back here. I was thought we were kind of like when we were overseas, you said, oh yeah, they have popcorn at mm-hmm. Disney World. And I was like, I'm so excited. No. It is not like Disney Tokyo. Their flavors... I'm saying we, we missed the parades because we were chasing popcorn. And we don't even have flavors over here. You uh-huh. have... you know I think you have like a couple seasonings you could put on. But when I when I looked at the list of popcorns... And I know you have a list of popcorns, um, which we're going to get into. When I saw the list of flavors that you can get, it literally like blew my mind. Oh, like I was like, so wait a second. Good. And the popcorn buckets too. So The popcorn tell buckets us about were it. fantastic. So I've... I didn't realize how great the popcorn buckets from Tokyo were, like how awesome they were made. Because when I saw the ones here in the states, I was like, "Oh, we have some. We got better popcorn buckets than everyone around here." And so we got three of them, of course, because each kid has to have one. We have a Donald Duck, uh, we have a Mr. Potato Head, and we have a Stitch. Really? We do. I'll have to show them to you. Oh, see, that's um, that's the thing that sucks about the the state parks is that they only put out like one or two at a time. Oh, there's so many there. Like we couldn't we we couldn't decide. Like at Christmas, like Halloween's always oogie boogie down here. Christmas yeah. this year they had Pluto and I think Stitch. They had or something. the Martian with the Santa oh the Martian. That's what it was. And, and they did have Pluto. Yeah, but it's like it's very minimal, and all it is is just popcorn. Yeah, we couldn't make up our minds, so. Um, 
But yeah, so we got three different ones. And then, of course, when we went to like Disney Sea, we saw more that we were like, oh, we should have waited. So the popcorn flavors, though, this, do you have to go find them? They're you not at they're not at every stand. Them. No, but the little map you get in the beginning it tells you what popcorn is at what stand and where like where you can find it. So um, we were on the hunt for white chocolate and. Every time we found it, it was closed. It was off season, <laughs> so they weren't. They Sounds were, good though. It was yes, but we did find milk chocolate, okay. which is fantastic. Um, that was the favorite. Caramel always good, um, but the flavors that the boys loved the most were curry and soy sauce. The curry one I saw, oh, it's so good. which I love curry. Yes. So when I saw that, um, that was kind of like. I really wanted that. <laughs> yes. So we there was a there was wasabi. Um, I think Charlie got the wasabi one, but of course we ended up I think throwing that half away. But um, the newer one that they didn't have when we were there, because I actually just had Charlie translate all this last night for me, was garlic shrimp. They have a garlic shrimp one right now, and I interesting. And I have to say, I'm not a shrimp lover, but I know it's got to be good because they have these shrimp chips over there that are I delicious. Love you, get, you, you sent me them. I did. Oh, they're amazing. And I like them, and I don't even like shrimp. And so, you can find them at the Tokyo or the Japanese Pavilion yeah, at Epcot, yes. by the way. So, and they're really good if you pop them in some soup. Um, but garlic shrimp they had right now, and I was like, the boys were like, "Oh, that would have been good." But curry and soy sauce. That was our favorite. Well, I pulled up their I pulled up their list because uh, I did find a website that has everything, the maps, oh, and everything in English. Okay, good. In English, <laughs> um, so at Disneyland you can find caramel, soy sauce and butter, milk mm-hmm. chocolate, curry, salt, honey, but only in front oh, of Winnie the Pooh's hut. Yes, we did get the honey because I chased after that one. That, that sounds pretty good. So good. Um, barbecue and corn potage. Oh, I'm not sure with like corn, corn porridge. porridge. Uh, it's P O T A G E, porridge. I don't oh. know. Um, and then at, at Disney Sea, you can get the caramel, milk, chocolate, curry, salt, and then the ones you can't get uh, that are exclusive black pepper, garlic, shrimp, yeah. strawberry, and Chinese five spice. Uh, so they didn't have the Chinese five spice. Um, they did have a strawberry. We didn't get that. Um, the salt and pepper, we did try it. I don't know how we try. I would be interested in the Chinese five spice. That one would be really. I think that'd be pretty cool. And then some of the popcorn buckets they have right now, uh, they have a Minnie Mouse popcorn bucket. She's sitting on a pink heart with a bow, Uh, and probably one of the coolest popcorn buckets in the world. So if anyone is listening to this that is at Tokyo, I will pay you shipping and handling for the Steamboat Willie popcorn (laughs) bucket. Um, It is literally the boat Steamboat Willie. It has Mickey Mouse on the front. Uh, and then they have a they have another one that's a anniversary popcorn bucket, the Chip and Dale. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah, they had that one, um, but it wasn't with Chip and Dale. It was with Duffy and okay. Shelly May, and it was they were in a picnic basket. They also um, currently have a Dumbo one. It's so cute, which is awesome. A BB-8, a Darth Vader, which I had the Darth Vader for a long time sitting on my shelf, and we threw it out because we felt weird. Um, and then a Cinderella popcorn bucket, I saw that one. Lightning McQueen popcorn bucket, uh, a Stella Lou popcorn bucket, a Buzz Lightyear popcorn bucket, Duffy and Nemo. I mean, that is insane how they many popcorn buckets so, they have and there. You, it's so hard to make your choice. It really was hard. Um, I, I mean, why? I, I want to know why the American parks haven't done this yet because 
uh, don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome, but at the same token is that sometimes these popcorn buckets in America, they become such a hot commodity yeah. that people will go and buy them and sell them for ridiculous prices. It's, yes. It's, um, I'm not sure why they don't. I, they should because these are fantastic. These and, are. And the Dumbo one was amazing. I love that. But I'll tell you, the quality for the U.S. ones versus the Japanese ones night and day like thicker plastic it's and... thicker plastic it doesn't like i saw the sh- uh the sully one yeah. when i was there last um and i had i went to go check it out and i was like oh my god this thing is kind of cheap unfortunately it really was not <sighs> high quality like we had received from japan so we're gonna start bringing our hey disney buckets. people get on it please if like, you're listening to this hopefully know, you are i don't know what the difference would be why Japan had better quality ones versus what America? And I don't the know only if it's thing I can because quality or quantity. Well, I'm thinking of distribution know. too. Yeah, um, they may have their own distribution in Japan where they can make these. You know, and and kind of similar. China. To, maybe China, yeah, but <laughs> but similar to food is that you know we have so many provisions over here where other countries don't like things that we can put in our food. People in Japan will not put in their food, you know. So maybe it's like the same type of thing with these. Maybe they have a distribution that allows them to have better product. I don't know. Which is why you got to be careful of the hot dogs. <laughs> uh, maybe like dog or something's in there, but <laughs> it's um, not all beef. Whatever, if it's delicious it of any good. sense, it but. Was good. Um, so before we move over to Disney Sea, is there anything with anything more of like tip wise you can give people? Go to the Great American Waffle Company in Disneyland Tokyo. It was so good. So you just you get the big Mickey face waffle, the big one, mm-hmm. not those little small ones, the big one, and then they have flavor after flavor after. I mean, it was so good. We got ours loaded with ice cream and chocolate and whipped cream and fruit, and I, it was so good. It Dang. was, it was it, really good. <laughs> where is that located? Is it over like Liberty area? Oh, gosh, where? Do they even have a Liberty Square there? Um, no, they, they don't. No, it's. Where did that one go? They have Adventureland, Frontierland, I Fantasyland. I feel like that. Yeah, so they have Critter Country, Fantasyland, Toontown, Tomorrowland, World Bazaar, Adventure, and Western. Um, Sounds like I, something in Toontown. I want to feel like it was kind of close to where we were. I, I can't even guess right now. I'd have to look that up. Well, it, sound, it um, sounds similar. And the only reason I'm saying that is because it sounds in Liberty Square in uh, Disney World in Orlando. Um, there's a place right there that, like, right when you walk into the right hand side, there's a place that has similar things like okay. that. Not the Mickey Waffles. I don't. Like, I don't think they're Mickey Waffles, but I think they do actually have waffles and funnel cake sundays and yeah. massive things like that. But it sounds a lot cooler to have a Mickey. Waffle. I know it's in Disneyland. I just looked it up, but unfortunately, it's all in Japanese. <laughs> I can't. Charlie, where's Char- Charlie? And Charlie's at school. <laughs> I need his. I need his help translating. Her oldest son can speak. You know Japanese. He can speak so. and read Japanese. Yeah, or read it. So we we need him here right now to help us. Cause... We'll have to figure that one out. But go to the Great American Waffle Company. Um, it's delicious, and just try it all. We got. I think we got four different kinds. We didn't even talk about Tomorrowland. I forgot about like oh. what what is Tomorrowland like in so Tomorrowland Tokyo? was really really awesome. It had that's where we had the Buzz Lightyear. Um, and the or the um, the orbiter ones, which is different than Tokyo Orlando or sorry Disney World Orlando, because you know when you're in that thing, those guns are attached. Mm-hmm. 
these aren't. Oh, really? So you are still spinning. Like you can do the spinning part, but your your little shooter blasters are not connected, and so you just pull it out. It's, a, it's with a cord, but you can shoot everywhere. So you're oh. not just like up, down, left, right. With oh. Casey would be screwed because I beat her with the the mounted ones. So and then that's also because where do they have the do they have the the secret like. The secret ones where you can get like nine thousand. I don't know because we didn't. We only went on it once. Oh, okay. Like you know, we didn't find those out in Orlando until you've gone on it. At, you know, a few times in a row, and then you're like, "That's where it is." Because that's why we. That's why we don't really go on that ride anymore. Because I beat Casey every time. Well, that's time. why I I refuse to ever go in the yeah. same car as Chaz. Yeah. Because every, every last three times I've been there, I won with nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine points. That, so yeah, that would be Chaz. I was um, curious. They also have the. Um, the uh, the Monsters Inc. The Hide and Seek is it called? Um, I just went blank on that one. Uh, yeah, Matt. Do they have People Mover? No. So... The Ride and Go Seek. So Ride this one seek. is okay. really cool, and you have to use your flashlight. Oh. So when you're going around it, but everything, all the characters speak in Japanese. So Sully speaks in Japanese oh, that when is he's so looking cool. for Boo. And so, but like you have, you're in like this little car um, and you have a flashlight and you have to f- try to help find Boo and you use your flashlight and you get points in that way. Like when your flashlight hits something, it's almost like the space orbiters, um, okay. or the Buzz Lightyear one. Um, but it's your flashlight that gives you points. That is really so cool. So that one was really cool. But it see, was funny. It was all in Japanese again. See, I would love to see that. Like, the left floor is cool. <sighs> it was so boring last time, though. It was boring. And, it, and it's getting old. It's and it's drawn thing. out. Even, like, Stitch's Great Escape at Walt Disney World is closed now. Yeah. It's permanently done. I'm so sad. I am, too. But I would like to see something. Like, that would be a really cool attraction to have. You know, it just sounds... I, I don't know. It just sounds something completely new you know it was and actually and you can watch videos on it um on youtube and stuff like that and i'm trying to pull up sully speaking japanese yeah (laughs) sully speaks like like as there's the part like where he's standing in front of the door like when he's saying goodbye to boo at the end yeah and he's like speaking japanese it's like it's again it's it's really fun but um you also have space mountain So they that's they speak Japanese. They that's did, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is Japan, so it, it works out well. I love it. But they also have Space Mountain over in that area, just like they would in Orlando. Okay. Um, and Space Mountain's a little bit different. Again, the queue is a lot more interactive. Um, okay. But instead of like your little space pod where you go one after another you're actually it's two by two like so you sit next to somebody interesting um and then it's their rides over there are not as thrilling um and fast um but they that's why i think that's why they have the different cues because that's what brings the people in okay. they don't like their thrills as much as from what i've understood from my japanese friends when that's i've asked them about that so Space Mountain was really cool, wasn't as fast, wasn't as like up and down, up and down, but they had this really cool um, 
feature of when it was almost like you were flying through the stars. And I know that they had this in Orlando, but this was a little bit more detailed, mm-hmm. like where they were shooting stars literally crossing your face. I don't know how they did it, hmm. but there was, and that was, and you really did feel like you were floating, um, like through space oh, when that's you really were going neat. on it. But again, it's a two by two and mm-hmm. it's didn't, there wasn't as big of a drop when you go all the way up and then you just go drop. They wasn't, hmm. it wasn't as big of a drop. So before we move to um, Disney Sea with with that roller coaster concept that you're talking about, how was uh, Big Thunder? So Big Thunder was kind of the same. It did they just don't go as fast. Um, and again, I thought maybe it was me that thought that, but I asked all my Japanese friends. I'm like, what is that about? And they're like, we don't like scary things. Really? <laughs> well, like, we don't have like... you ever seen Godzilla movies? I know. So. <laughs> like, we don't like to go very fast, but we still love the thrill. And they just they just kind of go in, on a slower way. They break a little bit more, I feel. Um, even the boys, I mean, the boys noticed it. And they were well, that little. is interesting because Big Thunder Mountain is known for its, like, not extreme yeah. drop, but it's known for like it's up and down and then quick drop, quick turns. And they still had that, but it just, just wasn't on a scale as, level. It was just yeah, it was a scale back to level. Okay. Um but it was I mean it was still thrilling, but just I mean, Max, I think he was five or six when he went and he even noticed the difference. Oh really? because um, he had just started going on the big uh roller coasters in, in Orlando. So he kinda knows the difference. and the older boys of course knows the difference. Interesting. So. Well let's shoot over to um Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes. Um and to get over there you have to take the monorail, correct? You take the monorail over and that way. You showed me pictures of their monorails oh. and they are the coolest monorails I've ever seen. And Chaz, your husband Sorry, yes. people don't know who Chaz is. Um, my brother-in-law, Chaz. He actually mentioned, too, I believe, that it's not just Disney, that their monorails are kind of a transportation system for that area. It's like the subway for yeah. that whole area. Um, but they're all Disney-themed. All the windows are in the shape of a Mickey's head. The little holders are in the shape of a Mickey head. Um, and they do. They take you not only just to the Disney hotels and the Disney resorts. They take you all the way down to the shopping mall, which is kind of actually very similar to the new Disney Springs, the way that they made Disney Springs. And um, but it's just a sub. It's their subway system in that vicinity. And I heard it's very, very clean. Very clean, and it doesn't compared to it doesn't smell. Yeah, compared to like Orlando's <laughs> monorails. Yeah, um, it doesn't smell of sweat and feet. Yeah, and like it just guys people. wearing cut off shirts with yeah. armpit hair. Yeah, yeah it, just, that's what that it does like. not smell like America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about Disney Sea itself. Yes. Um, you know, we have a little bit of time left here to talk about it. Um, that opened up in 2001, which that's a huge gap between like Disneyland and like Disney Sea opening. Very large. Uh, that's a huge, huge difference. What is so? What is like the theme, or what is like the whole premise of Disney Sea? So the way that I saw Disney Sea was that like you kind of walk into it, and it was had a little bit of Epcot in it because mm-hmm. there was they had gondola rides, there was like a little Venetian um, area, but then they had. Um, this little area that I think they call the Arabian area. I can't remember if it was called that or not, but it was, you know, back and there's just lots of big mountains and, um, it, what, it didn't look like Disney. There was no center okay. that like a castle or oh, okay. an Epcot ball, like, or the spaceship or oh, like okay. it didn't have anything like that. It just had, um, like this big mountain thing. And I think that that was 
the center of the earth ride okay. a journey to the center of the earth oh nice which was really kind of cool then again the queue was really cool um, yeah because it shows here that they have a mediterranean harbor yes um a mysterious island which might it looks like the mountain maybe i don't know yeah uh, oh yeah it is right here journey to the center of the earth yeah um and then they have mermaid lagoon yes uh arabian coast that's what it is that's yes. what it's called and, and then lost river delta years. and port discovery oh and the american waterfront this thing is huge it's actually very large but it's not disney i i didn't feel like i was at disney no um that was the part i didn't like I think the most about it is that I didn't feel like I was actually in a Disney park. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like when you're in Orlando or even, you know, or, um, you know, Disneyland, it's, you know, you're at Disney and you know, you're there. Even at the water parks, you know, you're there. Yeah. Um, this was, this was not as whimsical, um, that, as others. That's kind of how California adventure felt for me in, uh, Anaheim mm-hmm. until I got to the cars land. When I got to cars land, that's when I actually felt the whimsicalness <laughs> of it. Um, but for part of it, I didn't feel like it was Disney. Well, part of this is too, but as soon as you went around all that front area, but that's when you went to Toy Story Mania. Oh, okay. That's when you got, um, you know, there was another carousel back there with all the um, people, you know, with all the uh, characters. Um, you had the Indiana Jones adventure out there. So, um, and then the Nemo, um, there's a little Nemo Sea Rider friends, kind of like similar to the one in Epcot. Yeah. Um, but then you had like the fun things, the Octopia, which you, I don't think that would ever work in America, but it's like where like these little floating bumper car boats okay. um, and you just go around this little lagoon and uh, it's, oh, it was, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And it's, it's actually, it's a trackless water ride. Yeah. That's interesting. And you just, you just, it kind of reminded me of something at like the Wisconsin Dells. Oh, Okay. So just some yeah something very lame and yeah kind like of something like, you wait in line for and then you're like oh okay that's that was a waste of time but all right do. but there are definitely people that love doing that um, we of course hit the big ones we hit Toy Story Mania Tower of Terror which is okay um, so that's where Tower of Terror is. Tower of Terror is okay. over there and that's where the white chocolate popcorn was supposed to be how's Tower of Terror compared to the so American Tower, Tower of Terror, especially is, with this whole like they don't like scary it's thrills. So different. It's re- like even Max wasn't scared. Really, like, and that he had just gone on the real Tower of Terror. Well, I don't know if it's the real one, but for us, the real one uh, before we had gone to Japan. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he comes out. I'm like, how was it, buddy? He's like, oh, not like the real one. Like he was <laughs> bombed. But the queue, like going into it, so it's not the Hollywood Hotel like it is okay. in um, MGM or Hollywood Studios. I keep calling it MGM. That's all right. A little old school. Rest in peace. And um, so, but so it's called the High Tower Hotel, and okay. but the whole queue, like the whole queue, is the ride. And you hmm. just, you know, there's so many storylines with it. And it just brings you, the storyline brings you in the queue to the ride. So they're, so they're more of, they try to immerse you into a story before the ride. Yes. Is they, what, pretty much what I'm gathering that yes. they do over there. And from, I haven't gone on Tower of Terror in, Holly, in Hollywood Studios in a long time. Um, but from what I remember, the line is the just. The queue's, there's line. nothing there. Yes. The only thing the queue has there is they have people walking around in character, like, you know, trying yeah. to act like they're, you know dead or whatever no, like and this was not that this stuff this had music and um i mean just the digital 
effects that they had mm -hmm. you can again see it online if some people actually took some really good video of it there actually is um and like i said i am a youtube nerd i love to youtube um and someone actually did film the all the way thing. the the entire queue all the way through the ride in 4k yes um actually what i'll do is i'll do a blog for you guys um, and I'll actually include some of these really cool 4K videos of Tokyo in there. And I'll have uh, Katie kind of write some pieces of her favorite things. But again, the tower part, like the drop, the elevator drop, was not like you just went drop like a floor and back up. But then drop like a, like a two floors and then back up. But then the main drop, really, it was not as fast. And then at the end, there was somebody that apologized for the drop. <laughs> And then you come out and ever, I mean, like the screams, the screams were, and I have a picture of the boys on the Tower of Terror as well, like, you know, because they went a couple times, but, um, because we were able to get fast passes. Now they, I don't know if they do it, they switched over, but they do old school fast passes where you go there, scan your ticket, get the paper pass pass. Like you run for fast passes there. So it, they, yeah, they have something called the E, what's E ticket? Is that their fast pass? So the e-ticket was just our um, our ticket that we had. Oh, like, it said it was an e-ticket ride, so I wasn't sure what that meant. I, don't, I just remember having tickets and then like running for the fast pass queue, like to go get it. Um, it was scratch that. I uh, that was they were talking about the e-ticket back when they used to use like the okay. passes. <laughs> I was like, I just remember having tickets like the the same old little plastic cars yeah, that you scan. That. Um, it was it was actually kind of nice. It was a little reminiscent of of having to go to Orlando and just like like okay, what fast passes first? And I would just send Chaz with all the tickets, and he would just sprint. Do they have unlimited fast passes, or is it like Orlando where you get three and you have to use all three before you can get more? I we only had to use two fast passes, so we were able to get oh, okay. two of them. The other there. The big rides were were big long lines. Um, the small rides were fine. It was February. It was cold. Um, so it had just snowed there like yeah. two days before, so nobody wanted to go. Um, but Toy Story Mania was a super long line with no fast passes available. I feel like it always is, no matter where you go. Disneyland, really long. Disney World, long. Um, like, I don't think I've ever been to the park where Toy Story... Actually, no, I lied. Um, this last go-around that Casey and I went to Disney, we got to Hollywood Studios right at Rope Drop. And walked yeah. right on to Toy Story Manny, but that was the first time. Every time, it's always like I've, a ridiculously long line. I have line. never waited less than ninety minutes. Well, for that one, ride. once Galaxy Edge opens, I go, go to go to Hollywood Studios, and I guarantee you'll walk like right on almost every left. single time. Um, what about the Twenty Thousand Leagues? Because oh, that, that is something fun. that I've seen in videos and pictures, and it it just looks so cool. So I have a very vi like a very very small memory of it when it was actually at Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, when that last time, when you and I were had matching shirts at Disney, I don't even remember it, but it was there. But I do remember it. I can't remember. I thought we were in like one big submarine in the yeah. Orlando one. This one, you're actually in a little mini pod, and you have um, three windows, like little three porthole windows, and two people each seat. Okay, and it was very kind of similar to the Peter Pan type ride, like where you're in this pod and then you just kind of float. But then they put fake bubbles up over the window to make you feel like you're underwater okay. um, and you just kind of go through the underwater part of it you have shipwrecks and pot you know just skeletons and so the queue seems 
more fun than the actual ride. We love the queues versus the rides. Because the queue the queue for 20,000 Leagues looks insanely awesome. Because there were so many interactive things. There was computer screens to you can, you know, play different games with it. Like there's just randomly if you touch something that you didn't know it was actually a, a game. And yeah. um, they really, the, the queue is awesome. If you watch the video of it, it's yeah. pretty cool. All right, so to wrap this up, let's talk about, I know we talked about the popcorn and the hot dogs, yeah. but what about some of the other, because we love food on yeah. this podcast. Okay. We are, you know, you know Casey and I, like we love Disney food. Yes. So what what are some of the foods like? Do they have different? They have, it's almost like, all Japanese. Oh, okay. A, a lot of it's Japanese, except for like the churros, which were fantastic. And they're like when you look at the end of it, it's actually in the profile of Mickey. Um, not the actual churro, but like the little ends of it. Yeah. It has the Mickey shape head. It's really cool. I have a picture of it Jeez. as well. Get on that Disney um, World. But our favorite snack there was the gyoza steam bun. And gyoza is the, is the dumplings, little pork dumplings. And then the gyoza, um, that's the gyoza. And then the steam bun part is a really good snack that you can get in any convenience store over there. And it's almost like the Korean banh mi sandwich okay. steam buns. But they're stuffed with stuff. Is that bao? The bao, bao buns? Yeah. No. Not as different from bao yeah, bun? Yeah, yeah, oh, But okay. it's, it's, it's like that same concept, that steamed okay. dough that they make. But they fill it. Um, they have, you know, they usually, they have different fillings. But this one was gyoza stuffed steam bun. Yum. And that one was by far the, the kids are our favorite. Um, they have all the different type of ramens there. and But then ramen over, you know, obviously in Japan, yes, when, please. You, when you cut the hard-boiled egg, you know, you keep it in the half. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but the yolk is in the shape of a Mickey. Really? The yolk is in the shape of a Mickey head. Okay, I think I'm going to be I doing some Google research later. <laughs> don't know how they do it, but everything is in the shape of Mickey heads. Like the, the, the pizza, like if they put stuff on it, they'll put sausage or... or I think a sausage um, in the shape of a Mickey head, the pepperoni. Like it's literally like what you see, like the, there's new um, product coming out that has like, you know, uh, I have the plates and it's like a, a Mickey shaped donut head and a mm-hmm. Mickey shaped pizza with pepperoni Mickey heads and stuff. And, but everything is in the shape of a Mickey head. And then this is where you probably want to go is okay. during Halloween because they have Jack Skellington steam bun sandwiches. I'm in. And they have um, all of their different mochi, um, which is... Uh, I just you... started eating mochi for the okay. first time. I the love it. The mochi is really... It's, it's an acquired taste. If you, I, like I was the... intimidated by the gooey outside of it. So yeah, so what it, all it basically is is rice that's pounded into this gelatinous goo. And it's... Google or YouTube how to make mochi. It's the coolest thing ever. I can just go to Kroger grocery stores because they have a mochi case. Oh, there you go. But you kind of see how it's made. You have to appreciate it. I'll look at how it's made. So, but they have delicious. they have mochi in the shape of like during Star Wars times. They'll have it in the in um, the shape and um, BB-8. Uh, they'll have that. They have it in Darth Vader. They'll have it in Jack Skellington. They have it in the Martians from Toy Story. Um, they have it in Mickey shaped and it's, right. it's every, I'm, they're uh, very big on their food. Very big in Mickey shapes there. I'm moving to Tokyo. So, um, because you got me with the Jack Skellington steam bun. And that's during and, Halloween. Yeah. So I'm going to be moving to Tokyo, Japan. 
Um, so this will be fun. Um, what other, so final like tips. So if someone really wants to go to Tokyo Disney, what are some of your tips that since you have been there that they need to do? Well, I definitely would look at the time of year that you're going to. We did go when it was chilly. We went in mid-February. Um, we were hoping to see the cherry blossoms. It was too cold up there. I would probably go anywhere between mid-February to maybe end of March. Um, just remember that you're going to kind of be fighting with all the military folks that are stationed over there that have spring break, that they'll go over there as well. But I would definitely look at going during when it's not hot because it's just like Orlando. It's going to be miserable. Um I also would definitely stay at, if I had to do it again, if I would do it again, I would stay at one of the Disney um, hotels right next to the parks. We stay at the Disney Sheridan, um, which was nice. We had transportation right across the street from the the mountain or the subway. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we, we really wanted to stay at like one of the cool Disney actually, I think there's the ambassador hotel over there. I would definitely just dish out the money to do that. But if you have a big family, it's expensive. I feel, I feel though, if you know, you're going to Tokyo Disney though, I feel like that's something that you're saving money up for a while to make happen. And honestly, we didn't buy a lot of souvenirs, save your money for the popcorn buckets and the food. Um, Definitely the popcorn buckets. And remember, if you guys want to give me the Steamboat Willie one, I'll pay shipping and handling. So, yeah, that's what I (laughs) I didn't do a lot of shopping there, which is really weird because I will, you know, I'll go to Disney and look at a sweatshirt and be like, oh, $75. That's cheap. You know, I'll buy anything at Disney World Orlando. I hardly bought anything at Disney Tokyo because I was just more interested in the food and just being there, I think. Well, good. That's perfect for us because we don't shop. We like to eat. We save our money for the food. So Save your money for the food. Sounds like Tokyo is right up our alley in that aspect. And just try every popcorn. Even if you don't think you're going to like it, try it. Because I didn't think I was going to like the curry and it was my favorite. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. And uh, I've been wanting to have you on for a little while now. So... Uh, and I and I'm you're going to be back. I'm sure. Um, Thank you. We want you back on to talk about more Disney stuff and uh, just to kind of give them another voice to hear, so they don't just hear myself and Casey all the time. Oh, so, but uh, I do want to thank you for being on the episode, and I want to thank you guys for listening and uh, just kind of supporting this podcast. And thank you so much for everything. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, check us out. Oh, that was really loud. Um, go check us out on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Share this with your friends and family. Share this with everyone you know that loves Disney. And check us out at explorethemouse.com where you can get blogs and all of our podcast information. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled earlier, remain a balance due and limited basic. After 630 20 pay $32 per month per line for five lines without a pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.